0: Hey guys, coming to you this Monday with some helpful tips to the start of the um, school year. So I know many um, states probably have already gone back to school or in the process of about to go back to school. I know here in Maryland we'll be uh, resuming school the end of this month um, going into the beginning of September. So I know a lot of us as parents are anxiety is on high alert right now, (laughs) not knowing um, what to expect, how things are going to work out. We have everything to worry about from the perspective of like for myself, my son, he is to be homeschooled. Um, The first two quarters so far is what they're speaking of. The first two quarters um, will be homeschooling, but me being a single parent, I have a nine-year-old who will be 10 soon, and then I have a 19-year-old. So luckily for that, my 19-year-old, she's graduated, and that's a blessing in itself. But with my nine-soon-to-be-10-year-old, this was one of the things that I kind of was, you know, praying for to begin with was to be able to homeschool or just be there more um, for him because he does need a little extra support. Um... With school and being laid off (laughs) has given me this opportunity to do so but in the same light even with this and if they had talked about going back to school physically I don't think in my mind I would allow my child to go back to school I just think there's too much still going on too much unknown and I would not be able to live with myself knowing that I sent my son or, you know, my child to school and they end up getting sick and God forbid that something happens to them to where they are no longer here on earth. And on top of that, you know, thank God, like, my household itself is small, but, you know, there's a lot of factors involved where both my children have respiratory issues and, um, you know, there's other underlying or... Health issues in our family where I can't really see myself putting us at risk like that. So I kind of am thankful for them, you know, making the decision to do homeschooling. I know it is just for the first two quarters. I believe that they plan on reevaluating, I guess, um, just to see if it's going to be something that's going to be continued. Um, At this point in time, I feel that I. Personally, want to continue through with homeschooling, which means I'm going to have to take this time and really educate myself more on the homeschooling period and just try to take it from there. Um, but lo and behold, um, you know, my background was in mental health. Um, I worked in the mental health field for nine years. Um, I've gained a lot of knowledge. No, I'm not... You know a licensed therapist i'm not you know uh any kind of medical professional um as far as like doctor wise or having um a degree you know being a psychologist or anything like that i just worked around a group of amazing people and i'm like a sponge and i like to learn so out of the nine years of being there i've picked up a lot and i've learned a lot And I continue to learn a lot even not being there because I'm in contact with many key people um, that, you know, feed me, still feed me knowledge and things like that when I have questions. So, you know, being in that field, I've learned some things and I ran across an article that is actually posted on Psychology Today and it's talking about, you know, going into this uh, arena as far as schools starting back up and how everyone might feel. So some of the tips that they gave out um, was like being engaged in the decision making process, managing what you can and release what you can't, which to me that's like an everyday life situation where you should be managing and releasing things that you can't um, control you know having open communications having an open communication meaning that you're able to have a dialogue with not only your children who you're probably homeschooling but also having an open communication with the school the faculty whoever their teacher may be especially if we don't understand something and you know coming from you know being the age that I am and what we learned when we were in school isn't quite the same as to how they're learning in schools now. So, you know, I've learned (laughs) to reach out and ask questions when I don't understand something. And, you know, and I still try to teach my son the way that we were taught on how to figure out some of these issues or problems and stuff like that, along with trying to merge in what they're learning. All in all, I figure if he can get the answer, then, then he's on board with something. Um, But they also say establish a support system. We always need support system, not just going into, you know, this whole um, distance learning, which I feel like, yeah, we probably need a little bit more support. But that's just in everyday life where we need a support system. Being able to have someone that you can trust in a sense to help you accomplish a goal and this just also goes to with the open communication us going through this whole process there is still a lot of unknowns I mean we did experience where the last the latter of the last school year you know a lot of us were um, doing distance learning which was a learning process for us so now we're picking back up knowing that we have to do this again And it's still a learning process but I always say if you can try to just get yourself educated on some things about what it looks like how you should set things up you know for example um, I've started me and my daughter together we started doing some homeschooling recap with my son and we started that last week now my son Is going into fourth grade. My logic with things is that I feel as though not only going back through his third grade year and teaching him or seeing what he remembered, but we went back as far as second grade. So we've been recapping stuff that should be simple, easy, recapping stuff from second grade, and we're going to work our way all the way up. Now, the reasoning behind that is because it also allows us as parents to kind of get into the groove of what they're learning, where they're at, and what they may need help with. And that'll just give you the perfect timing, especially if they haven't gone back to school yet. This gives you the perfect timing to kind of, you know, not have such high anxiety this gives you the perfect timing of seeing where your child may be at, seeing where your child's weakness is at, um, seeing what they need to develop in, and things like that. So when they do start school, if these problems you know, start to arise after being in for about two weeks or so, or even three weeks, and you still see the same issues that you were experiencing when you were recapping with them, it's that great opportunity to open up that line of communication with his or her teacher to see what resources you can get to help so it's all about making sure that this process isn't a stressful stressful one for any of us because if you're stressed i'm pretty sure you know you're letting that out on your children or letting that out on the teachers and us together we have to be working together in order to accomplish a goal and yes, all this is new, but I really feel like if we really invest in our children the way that we are supposed to, we really would be able to accomplish a lot. And it comes, you know, all this being said, like a lot of us are still out here working. A lot of us are are those key people or essential people that have no choice but to work to keep things going and I praise you guys because I was one of them before I was laid off and before I was laid off I was literally bringing my kids with me to work and you know working in mental health thank god that my office itself had stopped having you know people as far as um patients come in but it was just worrisome to me which I probably said that wrong but I was very worried every time that we got up in the morning to travel so I could go to work because of the simple fact, I knew I was kind of putting us at risk. So I do commend you guys. I, you know, my hat goes off to the ones that are still out there and putting, you know, their lives on the line. I mean, this stuff is really real and lots of people are getting sick. Most are recovering. A lot are dying from it. So I really do commend you guys um, for the work and effort that you're doing and um, just keeping, you know, most things afloat. Um, But that could be stressful because if you're the one having to work and if you are a single parent, it could make things even more difficult as far as being able to be there to teach them and, you know, being able to go forward with a routine. But hopefully a lot of employers And things like that are able to work with you guys because this is important um, for us who have smaller children who can't be home alone, who can't be, you know you know, teaching themselves or remembering what they're supposed to do. And this is those times where I feel like a lot of children do get neglected. And that's even before the pandemic. You know, we work so much. There's times where I've worked, you know, two jobs and was doing a side hustle, as people call it, or just having that other income stream. So you're talking about working Almost like working three jobs, and your focus isn't always there on your kids. Um, you are trying to make ends meet. You are trying to provide for them and stuff like that. But they get lost in the shuffle. This is that time now where we really need to be patient, sit back, and try not to create that stressful environment or running off of high anxiety. I think with the proper resources, you know, like I said, with the open line of communication. Um, just, you know, empowering yourself as far as gaining as much knowledge as you can with whatever or however the look of your child's schooling is going to be, Um, you know, and just being engaged in any kind of decision making. So, you know, making sure when you know, your school districts are having town hall meetings and stuff like that. If you can tune in, a lot of them are virtually now. So if you can tune in and see what's going on, definitely do that because that's going to be a part of the decision making of as to what happens further with your child's schooling. Um, maybe, you know, they can have some kind of polling to see what things are going to look like going forward after this and um definitely the support system just making sure you have a good support system like i do have my daughter she is available you know to help with my son but i'm not putting all of that stress on her either so that would be totally unfair um but us together we're working together to accomplish a goal with him just to make sure that he gets through school and he gets through school understanding Um, So having that support system and then just managing what you can try to just manage what you can don't try to take on too much stuff. Um, That's just the age old saying where you know, you, you just take on what you can or control what you can and let go of what you can't. And that's stuff that a lot of us still are learning how to do period in life. Um, But definitely um, try to manage what you can and, you know, release what you can't. Um, There's a lot of things that we're not going to be able to do. Some schools have, you know, opted for like short term exposures in school or long term exposure. So some schools I've heard in the news have went back to school, but some haven't had great results with that, which is kind of scary. Um, In the sense of with my son, right now, what they're speaking of is the first two quarters, um, we're going to be homeschooling, and then maybe the last two quarters, they'll be in school. But we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, which makes things kind of scary in a sense. But you know, just those um, four key points, I can definitely say if we just keep in mind um to try to keep ourselves more relaxed and you know not stressing out too much you know it'll make for an easy transition into what we're going into um to be honest i think i'm really looking forward to it um and i'm not my anxiety is not high but i do have anxiety about certain things Just the way it's going to look, how's the setup going to be, you know, what I have to do. um, And what I've found is that if I create a structured like setting as if he was in school, it makes things a little bit easier. Um, Just for example, with me and my daughter homeschooling him now with just recapping, I have him get up, he gets up at eight o'clock in the morning Once he gets up, brushes his teeth, he eats. um, gets him some breathics, and I make sure that he dresses in his uniform. So, in his school, they were required to wear uniforms. So, I have him get in his uniform as if he was going to school, and then we set, set up my living room as a teaching station. So, we have a dry erase board, we have worksheets, stuff like that, and we keep him engaged by almost having like a classroom setting where he comes up to the board um, to be able to answer, you know, questions. We make it a little bit fun. Um, You know, something that they might not have been able to do in school, but we try to make it a little bit more fun getting him engaged um, and not just like lecture type setting. So he's actually enjoyed it. Um, I myself have enjoyed it. There has been times where I see his struggles and it just kind of puts me in that mindset as to what I'm going to be dealing with when school actually starts so my anxiety it's there you know it's going to be there for all of us um my stress level is there because I've been dealing with the fact of going back and forth with my own situation as far as you know do I just go ahead and find a job and kind of leave things open, you know, whether I can get a job that's just working in the evening time or overnight? Um, You know, all those things have been playing a factor all because, of course, we all, some of us are dealing with the fact with being on unemployment. And for myself, I still have not been paid from unemployment. Um I've, been depleting my funds that I've had saved or you know had from tax returns and stuff like that but that's a story in itself and so it makes this situation a little bit more stressful because I'm at that phase well I was at that phase in July um you know the company I worked for was going to reevaluate things in June in the middle of June on whether or not they were going to reopen my department And somehow that ball got dropped, so I never heard from them. So it put me in that mindset of, what am I to do? And around in July is when I started getting the reports about how schooling was going to look um, for my son this year. And when they finally made the decision, and that was like in the middle of July, that the first two quarters were going to be homeschool, and then the remainder two, it was going to be called for possible you know them being in person in school so you know dealing with my own um stress on what do i do at this point because i can't sit here and just rely on um the government and whether or not they're going to get their self together to be able to get you know a lot of these claims processed through um and i'm a patient person so i've been holding out been waiting been patient i've sent out you know my periodic uh emails and stuff like that i've done those things you know by emailing like the mayor the governor and the senator offices and just trying to get a grasp on what's going to happen so i know the best course of action to do and support my family um but with that stress level you know being there i definitely have been trying to keep it you know under control because what did they say you, you can only control what you can. I can't control other people, so I'm not going to let it try to stress me out that much. Um, but, you know, I try not to let that stress or my anxiety interfere with my son getting the proper teaching and getting him set up for what he needs um, to happen. So, you know, many of us are dealing with that, so it makes things a little bit more strenuous. But just keep in mind, you know, get you that support system keeping your um communication open when school starts you know making sure you have that dialogue with their teachers um and just you know love on your child and support them the best way that you can and um manage things that you can and just remembering to release the things that you can't and just being engaged those are the important things that i can say is like definitely be engaged any way that you can um being there to support them having people that will be able to support you because you need support yourself and i feel like all of us will make it through um you know and as we're learning you know because we're learning just as long just as well as they're learning as well um things will we'll, we'll all get through it um But definitely, um, if you're interested in reading the full article, I will leave that in the description below. Um, But it was uh, presented by Psychology Today um, about the four tips to um, going back into the school system. Um, And just manage your own anxiety. Um, That's a lot of what we're dealing with nowadays is anxiety, depression, and um, some stress. Well, not even some stress, and stress. Um, A lot of these stress symptoms, I can't even talk. Symptoms have been going up, um, so you probably were one of those ones that were having acute stress uh, symptoms before, and now they're becoming more chronic um, because of the situation that we're in with the pandemic. Even with your anxiety, your anxiety was probably being able to be managed on whether or not you needed to see a professional or not, to the point to where it's now. extremely high most days or most times and you needing to seek professional help. As always, I do suggest like if you feel as though you need to reach out to someone, definitely do so. Um, Psychology Today is also a great resource to finding therapists for children all the way up through geriatric ages. Um, It's a great website to pinpoint like who's takes insurances, what expertise they have, and things like that. Um, So that's a great resource. And like I said, if you do need the assistance, definitely reach out to someone. Um, And if you need to seek for a psychiatrist, um, meaning you need possibly being prescribed medication, it could be a temporary thing, definitely make sure you reach out. Don't let it go unnoticed or unheard of because of the stigma that's placed on mental health. Do not risk your own mental health because you're afraid of what others might think. That is the whole sole purpose of me doing this show is because it it shouldn't be something that we're ashamed of. We all go through issues and we all experience issues. Some are greater than others, but it's not something that we should be ashamed of. So definitely reach out if you do need the assistance. Um, like I said, you you can always Google, but I find that Psychology Today is a great resource. Um, and a lot of those therapists and psychologists on there are easy to get a hold of. A lot of things are going to be looking virtual-wise as far as appointments. Don't let that discourage you. If you just need someone to talk to on a quick basis and you don't mind who it is you talk to, I know there's apps out there. Um, where there's therapists that you can speak to. So, you know, if that's something you need to do, definitely um, do that. But as I close out, um, just remember, you know, going into this school year, it it is going to be a lot of unknowns. I just think if we just sit back, be patient and try to understand, we will be able to help and assist a lot better. Um, I take this on as me having another job (laughs) as far as being a teacher or teacher assistant and that's what I'm calling myself so if I can put that on my resume I definitely am because I am low-key a teacher assistant at this point I might not be getting paid for it but damn it I know that (laughs) that's what it looks like for a lot of us but everyone please be safe be healthy um you know be aware of what's going on around you definitely talk to your kids as much as possible because believe it or not if you keep an open dialogue with them you'll be amazed by some of the things that they either are feeling um or not feeling and you know just always check in with them love on them and guys i love you 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 all are beautiful we all are capable of doing the most Um, and being the best. So as I close out, if you have any questions or concerns or need any other assistance, definitely leave me a message. Um, You can message me through the Anchor app, um, and I'll be sure to respond and get you whatever other resources you need. Um, I'm full of resources. A lot of my resources are based in Maryland, um, but I can always find out about things globally if need be. Um, So I'm here to try to help support Bridge the Gap, making sure that you guys, you know, don't feel like you should be ashamed of experiencing these different levels of anxiety or depression or stress or, you know, PTS, any of these things that you might be experiencing. And like I said, definitely keep in touch with your children going into this um, new school year and how they might be feeling. But you guys have a great start to your week. I look forward to speaking with you guys again. Um, And we'll go from there. Thank you guys. Love you.